Hey guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome back to Head, Head and Heart 1313. Yay! Awesome guys, so good to be back with you today. As always, yes. As always. <laughs> so babe, what is our topic for today? We are talking about communication today. We, we are talking about communication today. And before we get into everything, I just want to set us up. Mm -hmm. and kind of give you guys a quick background. We are covering this topic because I did this poll on uh, social media asking yep. people, what what are some things that they would like for us to discover and not discover, discuss and <laughs> cover Yes. Um, on the podcast? And one of them was communication. Yeah. Um, now, quick fact, interesting fact. Go for it. Quick fact. <laughs> One of them. Darren and I are also co-leaders of our church's marriage ministry group. Hey, shout out. Yes, it's <laughs> called Date Night. Yes. Um, so if you are listening to this and you are a part of Bethel's Rock Church in Minnesota, whether it be a Farmington, Apple Valley, or Richfield, uh -huh. and you have not joined us for Date Night, I want you to know that we meet up every third Friday of the month yes. starting at 6 30. um but we covered this topic when we were in quarantine yeah we still met during quarantine let you know right now we're dedicated we to are, the ministry you know, <laughs> we do this we didn't stop <laughs> um and so we had it over zoom and um we picked this topic because we figured that People were probably going through this. They're stuck at home, newly stuck at home with yep. their spouses all day and everything like that. And we knew people were having, you know, issues right. and, you know, communication and things of that nature. But guess what? C communication has always been always like a hot topic within marriage. Yeah. And it's going to always be um, <clears throat> mm -hmm. because we're awesome. We're all like different people. Yes, we have different ways that we communicate yeah. and regardless of whether it's a pandemic and you're quarantined together yeah. or the whole world is open back up, you still have to communicate with each other. It's still an, an important thing. And we've all heard, you know, all the statistics about, you know, communication being a hot topic when it comes to problems and marriage counseling and things of that nature. So it's very important for us to learn each communication style, which we'll go over that as well. And which one is the best style and how we should try to implement the, that style as well within your marriage. Very, very good. Yes. That I do want to say that what we all know that we communicate in different ways. Like you, there's nonverbal communications, there's yeah. verbal, there's written communication, visual, but we're talking about the style that you normally communicate in when you're speaking with someone. Correct. And so there are uh, four basic styles yes and um i guess we just want to go over those see if you can identify your style and what right. we discuss and then see if maybe you can identify your spouse's style mm -hmm. just through the description of these let's go and i guess i just want to also say that one of the reasons why we're doing this is because it's very familiar for people to go through the five love languages. Mm -hmm. That was something big that everybody now people are doing Enneagram and all that stuff like that. Just trying to figure out like how they how they are and operate, how they work. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, <laughs> how they operate and things of that nature. And because when you know that it takes out part of the hard work 
within the relationship. Correct. Um, now you just know, have to know how to manage that and work that into the style of your um, your marriage. And so without further ado, uh, we'll go ahead and get into it because like knowing your love language and these Enneagrams, you want to know right. your communication style. So go ahead and... Yeah, so there's nothing new under the sun. So you guys have probably already have heard these, but maybe you didn't dive deep into the definition of each one of them yeah. or even try to figure out which one you are or your spouse is. Yeah. So the four types of communication styles, or at least the common in marriage, is passive communication, aggressive communication, passive-aggressive communication, and assertive communication. Yeah. And we're going to go over those now, and we'll start at the top with passive communication. So someone who has a passive communication style kind of does not express their honest thoughts or feelings. Uh, they kind of believe that it's better to avoid conflict or criticism, and this person tends to allow their own thoughts or feelings to be trampled on, which ultimately leads to feelings of not being understood or appreciated. So that's one style. Does anybody feel like that is you? Yeah. We'll continue. The <laughs> next one is aggressive communication, which is the opposite of passive communication. Someone with this style tries to force their opinions and feelings on other people, mm -hmm. regardless of what they think or feel. It's often about being right or winning an argument, and they may resort to criticism or putting others down in order to prove their point. Correct, correct. And the next one is the passive aggressive one. Somebody with this communication style may initially agree, but then convey anger or vengeance later. So often they use sarcasm or humor to hide their real thoughts or feelings. And another way to be passive aggressive is to agree to do something and then just not do it. Yeah. The, the last one is assertive communication. And assertive communication is expressing your thoughts and feelings without it being at the expense of others. Mm -hmm. It's being respectful to others even when you're defending yourself. Mm -hmm. Someone with this style takes responsibility for their own words and actions. They listen to others and respond appropriately. This communication style builds closeness and intimacy. Mm -hmm. That is the last communication style that we have listed. And I just want everybody to know that this is my communication style. <laughs> Of course it is, babe. I mean, yeah. I just, you didn't have to laugh no, so no, no. Well, quickly. You could have let it linger out there leave. so that people could have just at least, you know, because when people meet me, I mm -hmm. feel like they feel this way about me. I, I feel like they they already assumed this. Yeah. But now you've kind of like shattered the dream. Well, shattered the image. Well, well, How are you going to do me like that? I think you may be a little passive aggressive right now even. But, you know, I, I think. Wow. Whoa. No, no. <laughs> well, well, hey, you know, I think that's what we all should strive for. So I think remember we're going over these guys. Obviously, that last one, assertive, is clearly the communication yeah. style that truly works. And it's the one that we should be striving for. Uh, now, you know, you know it, 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 the thing about styles and things of that nature when we come to these communication styles is that styles, so that's a that's good news for us because it shows us that although we may lean towards being passive or aggressive or passive aggressive, we can still do things to change those communication styles as well. So, yeah, you know, like and even if you think of just random styles in general, um, like Pamela would tell you, like her handwriting style has changed over the years. Like she 
practices her signature, and it's such a cute thing to see her do it. I mean, you don't it. have to tell everybody that. Oh, I'm sorry. I do practice my signature, though, but that is because I am adamant about having great handwriting. Yeah. I am a writer, and so writing is just something it's not just something i do i don't just put words on the paper to like create a story or a blog or something like that i actually yeah she has very beautiful handwriting my handwriting is trash my mom tried to help me out when i was it's younger not trash baby yeah. i i can read it i can yeah, read it i can too after almost 13 years oh. together oh okay. marriage. so now you can read it all right hey man you mm -hmm. shattered the dream earlier that's just yeah. a little see all payback. right fine fine <laughs> <laughs> so but again you know styles can change and that's what we want to work towards we want to work towards those styles changing um you know even you know thinking back to you know what you thought was cute in high school and things of that nature and now you cringe at now that's another example of how times can change and styles can change you know i mean we're going to a season now in 2020 where people are wearing the, the thinner fitter jeans but back in the day we were wearing those baggy clothes the, the janko jeans or Fubu jerseys. I even had the wallet with the chain on. I'm not sure why I did that, but I, I didn't want to lose my, my wallet. So if it came out of my pocket, it was just going to dangle and hang by my knee. No, no reason why I had to do that, but I did. But styles change, but so can communication styles. So then I'll go first and I'll talk about my communication style mm -hmm. because um, the truth is um, I can be a little passive aggressive oh not to be so quiet about it it's it's okay to own where we are or where we were you know yeah okay. yeah i am a little passive aggressive um so the thing about that is um i i i don't i think it stems honestly from me not wanting conflict in the beginning but then like not knowing how to express it properly mm -hmm. and then later just being like mad at myself and then mad that you didn't guess what I was trying to say mm -hmm. <laughs> that you didn't read my mind and what I what I was trying to say or what I was trying to get across um because for me it's like I'll like go ahead and I'll go with the flow with a lot of things and then I'll just kind of like in the middle of it just kind of just no, like go back on my word and stuff like that um emotionally um because it's just, I don't know. I just, I don't know why I do that. But that's just something I do. And I, I'm going to work on it. You have been working on it. I actually. have been working on See, it. See, I can prop you up. Thank you. Yeah. I have been trying to be more assertive. Um, I just say that that comes with us being, having been married for so long. Yeah. Or for the, so long. And it's only been almost 13 years. But that is a long that's time. Right. Come on. Man. I'm going to give us our props. Thank you. Um, that that is man. a long time. Some respect on 13. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just in that length of time, it's gotten so much easier for mm -hmm. me to express myself. I feel safe. Yes. Talking to you. That's an important thing. When you're communicating with your spouse, they need to be able to feel safe yeah. to say what it is that they're saying. Otherwise, they can fall into a, a different category mm -hmm. of communication that won't allow them to express themselves clearly. Yes. So you've made me feel safe, Good. you know, um, and I found that, you know, like, just letting you know how I feel about certain things doesn't mean you're going to be upset or be disappointed. It just yeah. gives you better insight into how I'm feeling and now you know how to respond to me. 
Yeah, I think um, one of the things that I've learned, and you've heard me say this before, is just because I may even disagree with you, yeah. the way you feel is the way you feel and doesn't make it wrong that you feel that way. Right. So if you express to me that you're feeling a certain type of way about a situation, yeah. even if in my head I'm like, that seems weird or that doesn't even seem like it's a big deal, to you, it's a deal, and I need to deal with that. Yeah. I need to deal with that issue, and I just look at it just from how I see it as well. Yes. So it's okay for you to feel this way, and I need to make sure that I don't downplay your feelings when you come to me with something like that. Right. If it's important to you, it's important to me. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I think it's my turn now to kind of expose my little truth expose here. Expose yourself. So... I can tend to be passive in my communication style. Yeah. Uh, You know, I'm definitely a go with the flow type of person. I'm definitely one of those, if she's happy, I can tend to be happy as well. You know, so I definitely kind of abided by that old, you know, happy wife, happy life type of thing early on in our marriage. But as I've learned, uh, that's definitely wrong actually it's not necessarily happy life happy wife happy life right because i can do that to a standpoint to where i'm negating anything that i may need Mm -hmm. or anything that i may Mm -hmm. want as well Mm -hmm. and that's not only doing me a disservice but it's actually doing my wife a disservice not allowing her to meet those needs or assuming that she's going to react this way so and then projecting what i believe she's going to do on me which actually is not a case i'm it's almost like I'm sentencing her or, or, or putting a guilty verdict on her before giving her the chance to actually be, be guilty of it, even if she would be. Uh, so that was doing her a disservice. And, you know, and I would try to kind of go with her opinions a lot as well in the beginning of our marriage. Now, she loves that I value her opinion because I do want her opinion. And I realized, though, that I was putting pressure on her by kind of seemingly have her make a lot of the decisions for us because I was one of those things like, well, what do you think we should do? You know, we got to make this big decision. Well, what are you thinking? Because I want to make sure she agrees with it or make sure that I agree with her. But it was leaning towards one of those things where I would agree more with her. So if we make a decision, at least I know, well, hey, you were okay with this decision. But if I know in me that maybe we should go a different way, Again, I'm doing her a disservice and also not being the head of my house by not speaking up and things of that nature. So can't be too passive. It may seem like a humbling thing to be kind of passive like that. But actually, you can be doing your relationship a strong disservice by not stating how you truly feel. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think... uh that 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 was like something early on and you know like we both are you know still working mm-hmm. on our communication styles um and it's so important yeah. that we are able to do this effectively between each other okay. um but yeah definitely i would say like the passive part it it was you know it, it's not only i i just want to add a little bit it wasn't just like mm-hmm. putting a lot of pressure you know when you're passive a lot of times it can seem like you don't really care because uh, you're not yeah. giving your opinion yeah. in a sense or or the way you know your your passive communication style it was it, it just kind of came off a little bit like nonchalant, nonchalant like yeah. like oh you know it's fine whatever and so 
I'm very big on craving, you know, his thoughts, his ideas and what's going on in his mind. And then to have that be um, a communication style that can be, you know, very frustrating in a sense. And so it did lead to us having very passionate discussions right. um, throughout our marriage, based mainly because we weren't communicating the right way. No, we weren't. And just to kind of piggyback on what you're saying and to uh, throw myself under the bus a little bit more, <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully for the benefit of everybody else listening, though, yeah. is that also when I was being passive and we just kind of hit on this as well, just going off what you want to do and negating or neglecting what I truly felt. In a sense, I was being dishonest with you, mm -hmm. you know, and which is a form of lying to you in a sense by saying, okay, well, I'm okay if we just do this when in actuality, I'm really not. Yeah. Or, you know, again, asking you what you think we should do. You tell me what you think you should do. And me just agreeing with that when in actuality, I feel like, well, you know what? There may be a better way of doing that. But because I'm not going to say something at this point now, I'm, I'm now lying in a sense to my wife. And you may not think of it that way, but any form of dishonesty is definitely lying. It is. Yeah. It is. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, and we can even, um, we can even think about it like this because I think like in our marriages and we, we start off so bright eyed and bushy tailed. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not to say you're still not bright eyed and bushy tailed. I get excited when I see my husband, um, still, you know, the love of my life, heart hey. skips a beat, all hmm. of that. It's great. <laughs> it yes. really is. Um, I just feel like when we really get into it after we've made that commitment, it's like, okay, now you really got to talk to this person. Yeah. It's not talking to them over dinner and then you're going your separate ways mm -hmm. uh, to, to your separate homes for the night or anything like that. Now you're living together. So communication always has to be one of the main things that you focus on mm -hmm. in your marriage. It should be the main thing because that is how you're going to do anything. That's how you're going to budget communication yeah that's that this is how you're going to budget together this is how you're going to learn how to discipline your children you got to be able to communicate properly with each other on how you feel about discipline right um you this is how you're going to run your household this mm -hmm. is how you're going to run your business if you run a business together um shout out to husband and wives who are doing a business together me and my husband we have a ministry together right. and so communication has to be at the top of our list mm -hmm. because this is we're, this is how we're running a ministry right yep and so it's a, it's a really, really big thing. And so it's, it's good if you can identify your communication style mm -hmm. and then try to see which one does your spouse fall in? What category does your spouse fall into? Yeah, I think you just, you just learn more as you go. And obviously we know we just talked about it. We want to get to the assertive communication style because that's best. And I think that's something you have to practice yeah. as well. Yeah. And, and and also, side note, because I just think it's really good, we just met with a couple as well, um, I think last week, as a matter of fact, and they said something to us that was so cool that oh, I yes. just want to <laughs> give to you guys as well. Because so, cause we get to the point where you get so used to communicating with your spouse that it becomes more like a business or more yes. like a meeting oh my goodness. Than, than it is when you guys are just kind of getting, still getting to know each other and still getting to the nuts, nuts and bolts of each other so when you guys are dating or when you guys are having those intimate times where you're just having that pillow talk or discussion or whatever it is you know make sure that you're really getting underneath um what you want to discuss with your spouse 
instead of it sounding like a business, like you're just having a meeting with a person, meaning you don't want to get together and talk about how was work all day or how was the how was things with the children all day. And that's it. And you guys are just talking about those two things because that's what your life revolves around instead of how can I love you better? You know, or what are some things that you're missing that I need to do in order to make sure our relationship is where it needs to be or to communicate with you better? Get into those um, into those conversations instead of it just being like, oh, we're married, but we're just having a business meeting together almost. Right. Mm -hmm. Or you know what? And and the flip side to that, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know what what are how can i love you better sometimes it can also just be like hey you know how how are you enjoying our life together what's yeah. something that you enjoy that we do together That's so good. you you want to first you want to identify your communication style but then you want to further the conversation because yeah. it, communication is key i'm gonna tell you what i heard a long long time ago and it's something that i tell my husband and and i think we both kind of say it to other people as well mm. you have to learn how to talk to your spouse mm. don't you say the other thing okay because when you get old and gray and you can't do that bumping and grinding stuff that you used to do, you got to learn how to be able to talk to them. If y'all going to be sitting on that porch at 90 something years old rocking, you better learn how to talk to that man or talk to that woman. OK, that's mm -hmm. what you and I dated myself because I said bumping and grinding. You did. <laughs> you did. I let you out there on the man. You said it. I couldn't pull you back. So. I know. Right? I was out there. Well, see, I was actually trying to just find a a, a modest way of saying it, right. but I don't you think you told bumping and grinding. I didn't. I didn't. You okay. know what? <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. You know, but cool. yeah, so like, so like, you. That's how important it is because mm -hmm. this is what you're going to be doing yes. up until death do you part. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So talk about assertive, though. Yeah. So again, this is the one where you know you're really taking in consideration both parties but you're being honest about it as well. And that's just something that you just have to do. You have to be honest with your spouse, yeah. with each other, and also be honest with yourself. What things do you need? You know, don't neglect yourself. I tell my wife all the time that as, as a family, in a sense, we need her to take care of herself. I need the best version of her in order for our household to sustain itself. So she needs to be able to communicate with me fully what she needs and, and, and what we have to do for whatever situation that we're going through in order for her to be at her best. Yeah. She can't hold that in to herself. So when you're assertive in your communication style, you're owning whatever issues that you may, if you brought, so if you were a cause of any issue, you're owning that, you're owning up to that, but you're also trying to take the steps to be better at that. And you, again, like my wife said it earlier, you know, I've created a safe environment for her. Yeah. You both have created this safe environment for each other to where I can call you out and tell you, hey, right now, you're not being very assertive when you're communicating with me. Right now, you're being passive. You're, you're you know, my wife may say that to me, you're being passive. And she may have to pull out of me some assertiveness or whatever. And then same with her. Okay, babe, babe, I'm going to shut down on you if I feel like you continue to be aggressive with me or passive aggressive with, aggressive with me. And you create that safe environment for each other to be able to, to say, hey, you know, come with me on this. I'm being vulnerable. I want you to discuss this with me. 
and I want to make sure this is a healthy conversation and not something where you feel like I'm pointing my finger at you or, and we're, you know, we're beating up each other. Well, let me also just say this, and, mm-hmm. and I want to be transparent. It's like we are not... And, and you got to understand, Darren's using these terms for the sake of the podcast because we want you mm-hmm. to understand these are our styles of communicating and this is what it was pertaining to. But we are not in passionate conversations saying, babe, you're being too passive. No. Babe, you're being too passive aggressive. We're saying different words, but they're meaning the same thing. Yeah. They're not derogatory <laughs> or anything like that. It's just that we're, use, we're just saying something different other Absolutely. than that technical term. But he's absolutely right. You know, we we have to be able to to own up to our responsibilities, and mm-hmm. when we're talking with each other, and take um, take responsibility for our words and our actions. That is the, one of the biggest things in communication. It doesn't mean that you say everything right each time. It just means that if you say something in the wrong way, or you say something in the wrong term, or you, you say something that was damaging or hurtful, yeah. you take responsibility for that. Yes, and you apologize. And you acknowledge, hey, my bad. I really shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. That was was irresponsible. You do not want to be irresponsible with your spouse's emotions. No. Okay? That is is a big thing. You have to be responsible. When when you take those vows to be responsible for your spouse, it's not just through sickness and health, you know, Mm. or for richer or for poor. It's for when she acting crazy, when she not acting crazy. It's for when he, you know, saying stuff he ain't got no business saying and when you saying stuff. You you are taking responsibility for their emotions, uh, not for their emotions, but taking care of their um their emotions you don't play with people's hearts no. um especially within marriage and so the communication style in that you want to be able to take responsibility yep. according to that yeah you gotta love them through the attitudes <laughs> love them through the attitudes yes, that yes, yes. is absolutely correct yes. so that, as we're getting ready i think to wrap up i'd say is that you know it's very important that we come back again to the communication styles Recognizing when we're being one over the other, because obviously I think that can change. Recognizing that assertive is where we want to be at all times, whatever possible, and that nobody's perfect at it, of course, but we're striving to get to assertive. But also remembering, at least for us, the God aspect of it as well. Knowing that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Knowing that Satan, um, you know, roams around looking for, has a lion looking for who he can devour. So he does that in community, if, if, through communication within marriages as well. He knows that if I say something in this tone, in a certain way, at a certain time to my wife, she's going to take it this way, even if I don't mean it that way, and try to come in to destroy our marriage. So the other side to, you know, trying to be assertive is also recognizing the spiritual warfare that can come behind it as well. So if you're arguing about something, recognize, okay, I don't know why we're arguing about this. This is Satan. Then you speak to Satan instead of speaking to your spouse about the situation. And you come back and and kind of come back together because Satan wants you guys divisive. He wants you guys to be divided in your communication and in your talking and the enemy has done a good job of trying to do that but we have to take that back from him because you know it's just time for us to do that as married couples yeah i say that honestly um as long as if you are married or you are thinking about getting married 
Um, you are on the enemy's hit list. He Absolutely. despises marriage and he mm -hmm. will use any foothold that you give him to get into it uh, to divide um, what God has brought together. So we always try to close the gap as much as we possibly can. We are not perfect people because we um, mm -hmm. are flawed. Absolutely. But we can try our best. And so what communication allows us to do or focusing on communication allows us to do is to close the gap as much as we can. And it allows that opportunity for us to um, just b make our relationship and our marriage stronger um, mm -hmm. so that the enemy can't just come in um, all willy nilly. I'll say that. Yeah. And we will be discussing how to fight fair. Yeah, I'll say that good. Maybe like conflict resolution of some sort or yeah, yeah how to fight fair. I like that. We won't be doing it today, but we'll be talking about that later because conflict resolution or how to fight fair actually goes hand in hand with communication. Yes. Because out of communication, there will be conflict on of course. You know, some it's level at some time. Yeah. And so you just want to be able to understand how to fight fair and everything like that. So I'm excited I, to talk about that. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so we are very, very excited. Thank you guys for joining us again today. If you have found value in mm -hmm. anything that was said um, on this podcast, please share this podcast, review it. Um, rate it and yes. just let other people know about it uh, we appreciate your support so much and we really really love you guys yes we do can I pray us out yes alright dear Holy Father we just thank you so much again for this time to speak to your children your people our brothers and sisters in Christ about communication especially within their marriages Lord God Although we know Satan tries us but we just thank you that you're always there you're always with us as well help us to understand and recognize the enemy help us to study our enemy and know his ways and know which ways are yours as well Lord God so when we know the enemy's coming against us uh, we can keep him at bay Lord God and we can um, pray in your son Jesus name and that he will flee from us and from our marriages Lord God so we ask you to protect our marriages protect our mouths help us to be slow to um, speak and slow to anger as well, Dear Holy Father, and help us to communicate well um, in our with our spouses and be more assertive. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.